0: Cared to quote scriptures. Hallelujah. You're welcome in Jesus' name to church. The name of this church is see Christian Center, also known as Mercy Assembly. Heavenly Father. I thank you for the ministry of the word in the lives of men over the years. I thank you for continuity of the same in power. For there is nothing we can do against the word but for the word. Thank you for the power, the insight, the illumination, the eye-opening illumination, the exact representation, accurate interpretation by your will. Thank you, Father. In Jesus name, we have prayed. Amen. Say amen boldly. Amen. Always respond well. So to be obvious that you know you know what you are doing and that you are not just in church for the fun of it. This at the last days. If you are surprised or sad, confused over things that are going on, then you are not a Bible student. If you are saying, Pastor, what exactly is going on? you are not a Bible student because the things that are going on are things God's word foretold don't be amazed don't be fond f-a-w-n-e-d don't be flabbergasted or taken aback, rather glorify God on this behalf and thank Him. These are the last days, these are the last days. Second Timothy, three and verse thirteen. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things you heard. Continue thou in the things you received in him of whom thou hast had them. continue thou and because iniquity shall abound Matthew 24 verse 12 the love of many shall wax cold because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold Many people will become lukewarm, lackadaisical. This is happening. This is what is going on. It is not just peculiar to this church because of XYZ. It is happening all over the world. Many believers are backsliding. Matthew 24, verse 12. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Don't be surprised if you see your friends, your neighbors, your relations, your siblings turn their backs on Jesus, turn cold on the Lord, cave in, falter, wane, turn out badly, turn out the way. This is foretold right in the Bible. We see it foretold. And because iniquity shall abound, people will be choked. They will be choked. Ah! You say, Pastor, Proverbs 13, 12, Hope deferred maketh the heart to grow sick. Hope deferred maketh the heart to grow sick. I know. And then Proverbs 24 verse 10 tells us, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Now, first Timothy 4, verse 1, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the later times many shall depart from the faith. These are the days when people will no longer be serious. Post-modern universalism Modernism, worldliness, there is survey of mass, such that in about 10, 15 years, some humans want to begin to inhabit Mars. They are tired of this planet, they want to move to Mars. Forgotten the nine planets. They want to move to Mars. Hallelujah they want to move Mercury, Venus as Mars, Jupiter etc. There are several things that are just. Adventurous, but men would rather do this than stay with the word. Continue thou in the things that you have heard and received, knowing of whom thou hast heard, learned them. Things you sorry, things you learned and received, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Things you learned and received. Do your best. Don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't cower. Don't cower. C-O-W-E-R. Don't be cowardly. C-O-W-N-Y. Don't fret. Don't forget. Instead, be bold. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. First 1 Corinthians 16.13 Galatians 5 and verse 1, stand fast the liberty where we Christ have made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Let no man deceive you by any means. Stay with the word of God. Pray without ceasing. If you don't wake at certain times of the night, There is a serious problem. Every believer. Must be awakened. At certain times. Of the night. By a spiritual impulse. Every believer. At such times. Please don't just drag to. The loo and come back. And turn your back and sleep better. Pray some. I am saying to you. When something. Taps you. While sleeping. And you wake suddenly. Whether you are afraid. Sweating. Not sure what is going on. Don't just go to the loo. And come back. And position better for better sleep. Instead. Pray. Pray. Give yourselves to praying. At night. Don't let the night. Catch you sleep. All of the time, pray, pray, sit up and pray. So he says, "I just, I just felt something. I don't know what it was. I was just uneasy. I was just uneasy. Uh, I was just bothered. So I, I, I started to see Telimondo. What is the meaning of this one? Ah." I was just bored. I was feeling somehow. So I took my phone. And I saw the movie again. The movie I have watched 100 times. What is the meaning of that? If you are feeling uneasy within you. You should know it is a spiritual faculty. You are not. Getting the importance. Of your spiritual value. And personality. You are in the spirit and not in the flesh. If so be that the spirit of Christ dwell in you. If any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Romans 8 and verse 9. Galatians 5 and verse 25. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. If you are feeling uneasy or jittery or something is you. You are just nervous. Don't get up from the bed and go to the loo and come back and adjust your bed and make the AC work better and sleep deeper. Instead, pray. Take advantage of spiritual positioning. if something does not talk your body at night to pray regularly something is wrong somewhere every one of you for being believers for being in the spirit must have this experience when something talks you you just get up you're just feeling uneasy uncomfortable sometimes during the day Hey, as I I just felt uncomfortable. I, I just took some little tipsy, tipsy womanish shminof. No, I just I just said let me let me just um, try the Bacchostonic. No, it's that prayer. It's a spiritual faculty manifestation. You do not know. How into the realm of the spirit you are in. You don't know the value of your spiritual personality because you've always judged by your performance. You're always judged by your hands of holiness. You've been able to match to human expectations. So you've always judged. By your competence spiritually. You are always judged by your own evaluation and assessment. So when your evaluation is creditable, you feel spiritual. When your evaluation is not very authentic or strong, you feel unspiritual. It's in all self-righteousness. Your evaluation in the sight of God is that of a saint, pristine. You are not in the realm of the spirit because of you. You are in the realm of the spirit because of him. So when you have something talk to you and you get up, you wake up at night, at midnight when you are sleeping. Don't make light of it. Pray! Hallelujah. In this place, on the very individualistic importance of relationship with God, you were not called with some others, so that you can all fit in within the frame of global or crowd-wise relationship with God. You were called as an individual into Christ. even if it's such that the day you accepted Christ as Lord and Savior and he gave eternal life by the Spirit there were many of you in church this day yet, each person's salvation is purely individualistic so your pursuit of God will never hinge on what they say, what we say what I say, but what God says about you, whom God calls you Pursue God with all interest and conviction. There's so much attached to your life. You are more important than human ambition. You are more important than people can vouchsafe Save your integrity or speak for you. There is so much at stake in the realm of the spirit. Let a man show account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 1. Let a man show account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 1 now all right, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful but with me it is a very small thing that i should be judged of you of man's judgment ye i judge not my own self for i know nothing by myself yet am i not hereby justified but he that judgeth me is the lord therefore judge nothing before the time until the lord come who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness And will make manifest the counsels of the heart. Then. Shall every man have praise of God. You are not in the spirit because of you. You are in the spirit because of him. If we live in the spirit. Galatians 5 and verse 25. Let us also walk in the spirit. Take your time to pray. See, but god doesn't lead me no 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 the, the, the issue is that you see god doesn't lead me i i know he does not just lead me i'm a naughty stubborn i'm i'm this um, weakling child of god i'm not a pastor i don't want to be a pastor i make a mockery of pastors i i am not prayerful I, I i i well you are talking about your own self rating and religious assessment i'm talking about the fact that god by his own spiritual holiness has put within you his spirit you have qualified a total holistic comprehensive and absolute domicile in the realm of the spirit this is where you live permanently and the things that be because of this is your lot, free of charge fully and absolutely also never make light of you never make light of you he therefore that despised despised not man but God who was given to us of his Holy Spirit he that looks 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 8 he therefore that looked down upon himself upon you or me in Christ despised God who was given to us Of his Holy Spirit, I'm still preaching like I preached on Wednesday. That you don't see me on Sunday doesn't mean I'm still not preaching. I preached Wednesday, I'm preaching today. Please don't make the mistake say he has stopped preaching the word of God. Don't make that mistake, it will be costly for you to make. I preached accurate interpretation of the Bible on Wednesday and I'm saying that at every point as individuals and as a bunch of people in the body of Christ we all must must drive and strive and struggle at getting an accurate interpretation of every portion of the Bible each time we read it we hear it preached at us or somebody mentions it to us. Don't feel contented. Don't be adventurous either. Rather. The principle I gave to you on Sunday is that of leading. Second Corinthians 1.13. Ephesians 3.3.3.4. Leading. of reading, I preached English grammar to an extent and I spoke about a part of speech relating with the tenses or the tense which describes time of occurrence concerning or relative to a subject matter or issue on ground. past tense, for example, present tense, future continuous tense. When I was in school several years ago at primary school, I used to have a lot of issues with future continuous tense, future tense, past participle. I used to get it all mucky mixed up that it's uh, Present past tense. stuck with me. I don't know about you. It was quick. For me within the very sinus of my thinking to understand. Come is different from came. Relative to time. Do is not the same as did. Stretch to scriptures. Deliver is not the same as delivered. And I gave an example quickly. I gave first John 1 verse 4. Ye are of God, little children. And you have overcome them. Ye have overcome them. Ye have overcome them, and it gives the reason why. It says because greater is He that is in you, than He that is in the world. So how how am I supposed to relate with this verse of the Bible? How am I supposed to relate with this lot of the Bible? So um, I'm at, at first John four and verse four, and what comes to my mind is to pray. Heavenly Father, may your word come to pass. Think about this. Number one. Most believers cannot place their fingers or have their minds wrapped around the relevance of the Bible to them as individuals most people cannot find or locate a specific and direct position in the Bible to themselves as individuals who are you very intriguing who are you relative to the bible and we don't have to argue for too long I've preached this over and over again and I said you are simply for being in Christ the new creature the new creature it's either you are not born again or you are born again the bible is either relevant to you as an unbeliever or as a believer the nationalities are just two ways it's either you have the nations of men or you have the nation of the kingdom of god it's either you belong to the kingdoms of men or the kingdom of god and he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son already so join new creature Christ Jesus, neither being a Jew nor being a Gentile, and there's any sin but a new creature. It's either you are a new creature or not. I have attempted to demystify the confusion several people in this church still bring to themselves concerning the Old Testament and I am saying the moment you don't allow the Old Testament rest where it is as invalid you will keep bringing confusion to yourselves in Bible study for example you must see Ephesians 2 and realize whether you are an Israelite or Nigerian is not as important anymore as been the new man. And that visiting Israel or Jerusalem, several monumental places of rhetorics, of antiquity, Of Bible history purely for tourists attraction and has nothing spiritual in it there is nothing spiritual about Israel anymore there is absolutely nothing spiritual about the Old Testament anymore you must read Galatians 4 you must read 2nd Corinthians 3 you must read Romans 6 you must read Romans 2 you must read Romans 2 you must read Romans 8 Tenses. Tenses. And here comes this caveat. Or rather, let me just digress a little because some some people from the faith movement in quote. I faith move, When I say faith movement, I mean people who say, people who say uh, God's word cannot come to pass unless you speak it forth. I describe it as, as a faith movement. People who say Whatever God has said concerning the new creature cannot come to pass until the new creature runs his mouth with some verbotic, parotid monotones of confessions. And I've said the only confession here is at the meters with your mouth. Into salvation. Outside which. You are in the. Profession of faith. And whatever God has said about you. Came to pass already. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse number 3. You say what are you preaching? Of the Bible. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the, of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine but the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they all wait, lie wait to deceive but speaking the truth the Lord may grow up into him in all things whose name is Jesus Christ. Are you still in church? All come. This is the desire. This is the Bible recommendation. No matter how strong a rope is, it breaks at its weakest point. That we belong, you know, when I see people in this church quote pastors, quote churches, quote persuasions, quote divides, quote. This man said, I love this man. He's always saying, I have a mentor. There's this great man to the east. There's this wonderful prophet to the north. There's this um, paranoid evangelist to the south. I'm wondering, is Christ divided? Pockets of rebellious revelations. Pockets of self-styled ideologies fabricated by men, to destroy our stability. We're not meant to follow men. We're not meant to follow men. We're, We're, We're meant to follow Christ. Till we all come. It's not about. It's not about. Uh, uh, this is my persuasion. This is my line. Uh, we, 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 we. we I, I, I've told you this over and over again. It's never about we. It's about. Always about Christ. So no, no, no. I believe in uh, uh, I I thought you were born again. I I believe the Bible. Believe the scripture. Let me see you quote scripture. This is what the Bible says. Don't tell me someone what does the Bible say? Do you believe it and say it? The moment you attend, no. Uh, Someone in a better way than the Bible. There's this man, he coined it and the word of God Ephesians 1 3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ for according as he hath five having predestinated seven in whom we have eight wherein he had abounded nine having made none (laughs) eleven in whom also we have obtained 13. In whom he also trusted. See the power of tenses. See the power of past tense. See there. I've told you in this church there are communities that have very unstable language. Their languages to some peripheral levels keep is dynamic. It's a flow. It's, It's a dynamic flow. They keep uttering words and changing. I'm yet to see a language that has no respect for pastors. The logic is simple, it's not something far fetched. Phantasmagoric. Hey, what is the meaning of this thing? You just you have tell it again. No, no, no. Phantasmagoric. Space, time. We live within space and time because we live within these occurrences that have happened, things that have taken place must be differentiated and distinguished from things that would take place. As a pastor over the years I have encountered a lot of people who will say things like what does it matter? What, what does it matter? Why are you trying to confuse us? What does it matter? What, 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 what is what, what does it matter huh? what does it matter uh, blessing blessing and, and blessed is it not the same thing must we argue the bible God what is so grave we must not argue it no rather God what is so grave we must get it right are you getting it God what is so grave we must God's word, God's word is not so grave we should not discuss or argue it. God's word is so grave we must do everything within our capacity to be sure we are right. Inerrant. Infallible with our exact interpretation. That is for instance with the epistles we must get exactly what the recipient got and we must get this all of the time. So don't tell me that the word is so great we must not discuss, we must not argue, we must not um, um, dialogue. We have to! So we can arrive at the central point, the core of discourse, the peace and the hub of the message. Let's get this fundamental thing. This very... If... Psalm 11 and verse 3, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? 1 Corinthians 3, verse, 9, verse 10, verse 11, Other foundation can no man lead than that which is lead. Fundamentally, the approach to the Bible it is important. Most believers don't have a total picture of Bible message. Most believers have not read the Bible enough to comprehend the entire message. You need it. You need it. two things number one it is not just reading the bible color to cover i had a man say i have read the bible 30 times in the last 30 years I met another one who told me i have read the bible 80 times in the last 35 years A woman who got healed of a stubborn ovarian cancer said to me, she was in church, she told me, she said, I have read the Bible 70 chapters every day for 10 years. I have met people who have read the Bible extensively, exhaustively, comprehensively, totally. It's not just about reading it extensively. Number one, it's about getting the message. Because it's the message that determines the overall view you ought to have. And the message is Christ. If you don't have a Christocentric perception of the Bible, you may not really get the entire message, even if you have read it a million times. You need Christocentric, thing, which sometimes you need to be taught, you need to be taught. I said sometimes, I didn't say all of the time, sometimes you need to be taught that the Bible is Christocentric, is, is a single message, it's the holy glad tidings of Christ's um, death and resurrection. Then of course the second one comes from the total picture of consecrated, consuming and passionate redeeming, trying to drive out. What am I saying? The Bible is not a book of promises. The Bible is not a book of promises. This is what I just said is, is strange. It's not what I just said is different from what you have possibly had before and this is what it looks like it looks like a commandment book it looks like a book of values a book of um reward for obedience a book of promises how to claim them so an average believer sometimes unbeliever takes the bible and is looking in on promises. Promises. How to claim them, how to make them work. He does not even think there's anything valuable about salvation. Promises. And this is how many pastors take the Bible, a book of promises, a book of promises or commandments to keep, to get promises fulfilled. A book of People use the Bible as some charmful book of incantations. People read some part of Psalms into special objects. They read Psalms into water and honey. Some diabolical herbs because all they are seeing is Commandment book, promissory, power, obedience, fulfillment, reward, benefit, advantage, etc. The Bible is not a book of promises. The Bible is a book of promise fulfilled. So when I hold the Bible, I'm not seeing a book that has several promises. Someone said, someone said, there are 365 fair knots in the Bible, one for each day. That's a cross testament error. Someone says, the Bible is a book of peace. What does this mean? It's not about the book, it's about the message of the book. The Bible is a book, a receipt of accomplishment. We are saying don't have an idea of how important tenses are and the impact of a past tense as regards to an occurrence of an event. You won't get it right because this is receipt of accomplishment. It come to pass. It came to pass. It's already is where i differ from several bible readers you must you must not make the mistake and get confused and say what is he preaching just so he said this is where it differs he sees the bible as receipt of accomplishment he says the bible relates what god has done for humanity in christ's death and resurrection on a permanent and an eternal basis the core of the message is the power of christ's death in my life the necessity necessity of valid reality actuality and efficacy of christ's death and resurrection in the lives of men this is the core of Bible message. Because I don't want you to always see the Bible as a charm. It's, it's wrong. When you when you pray scriptures for God to act, it's wrong. When you use scriptures as though a code to jumpstart God into doing what hitherto he would not have loved to do when you jumpstart God into saying what hitherto he will have been afraid to say. When you make God run errands that he would have been displeased to run. When you make God say what he never said. When you pray him into doing what he will never do. Receipt of accomplishment. Receipt of accomplishment let us let us uh, do something little let, 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 let me bring this uh, with, with, with few scriptures second corinthians chapter one get your bibles let let's let's see some scriptures receipts of accomplishment receipts of what does receipt of accomplishment mean people say people say i use <laughs> i use cha me logical inexactitudes what does this mean again it means i use terms that sometimes you can't understand and i'm like well a biased judgment because i try to explain over and over again and i have warned you i have warned you if you listen to me please please don't go back move up move up don't slide back and say that guy, th- th- I, I i don't like the way he talks and go back and and go back to your twin secondary school over uh, when you hear me talk you move up you you move up next time bring a dictionary How does it sound? Move up. You hear what you never had before, put it down. Go and check. And start using it immediately. For example, find somebody today at the end of church. You get to your base or where you are where you're resident and, and see somebody and say, I don't want you tonight to be terminologically inexact. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, don't you? Okay, Second Corinthians 1 and verse 20. Receipt of accomplishment. So what does it look like? What does it look like? It looks like, it looks like, um, it looks like, somebody has paid your bill. Somebody has paid your bill. Eh? Somebody has paid your bill. So, how do you go? You go there and you make claims. Somebody has paid that you travel abroad. Visits um, a friend abroad. Yeah, go to Pastor Iris. Epiphany, 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 Epiphany family house at UK. So we pay for the visa, the entry visa, buy your ticket and give it to you, receipt. Then you march towards the airport, you run through the procedures, you take your seat and you fly abroad is this is this the the right line of bible receipt of accomplishment no it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not this is where the faith movement is missing it so so you 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 hold the the tickets hold the um entry permits the visa then you are scouting the embassy I, i've been told to come here and the way you have found it, you get to the airport and, and you, you, you to the plane. And the way you have found it, you know, you know it's possible along the line you are left. You miss it. You could even faint. You could faint. A man was going to travel abroad. He was excited about it. His kids were taking him at 77 something years old. He got to the airport and had a stroke. Had a stroke in one of the toilets. Could not stand up. He took him three hours to recover. The plane was gone and had landed. He missed it. So we can miss redemption. Can't we? We can miss redemption. If God has blessed you with Jesus. And you can't claim it by faith. You claim it by faith. You say God. You have blessed me in Christ Jesus. I claim it by faith. Rubbish. Now lie. Now lie. It's a different thing you are saying. See. See. What God did in Christ has been manifested to you by the gift of eternal life. I'm not telling you what you will possess or what you will get by faith, I'm telling you what you have now already in the faith. So, when I say receipt of a, I'm not describing what you can get i'm describing whom you are as a new creature the, the power that is at work within you now is the power of all god did thank you jesus this is where i differ that the best came away and that you will not be better than this when christ appears For it pleased the Father that in him all fullness should dwell. In him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians 2.9, 1.19 and then 2.10 says, and ye are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Nothing will be added to you. Nothing is missing. Nothing is lacking. You have all God will give. So look at look at what I just showed you now. Blessed, verse four, chosen, verse five, predestinated, seven in whom we have redemption, eight he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, nine having made known unto us, eleven in whom also we have obtained inheritance it won't come it came actually called we are called inheritors <laughs> we are described in the Bible as inheritors people who have inherited it in handy he I don't believe who make us say Lord give it to us <laughs> if I'm in church on Sunday I said if I may ask this question what exactly do you gain in asking God for the given what do you gain in asking God for the given? What, what point are you trying to prove? When you say, God, what you have given, I know I want it. What are you making sense? When you are asking God to deliver you, though He has delivered you, are you making sense? Are you not sure you are calling God a liar? Because first John 5:10, 1 John 1:10 tells us if we refuse to agree with him, we make a lie out of his truth. a serious issue. Something is wrong somewhere. Something is seriously wrong. You stand before God and say, God give me deliverance. God save me from my enemies. God protect me. God do. God do. And God says, I have done it. See, ah, eh, eh, if you have done it, it's because the pastor is messy. He doesn't understand. He keeps saying God has done it. But God said he has done it all <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. Galatians chapter number 4 and verse number 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them without the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because He has sons, God had sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart, crying, Abba, father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son and if a son then an heir of God. You are described as an inheritor of God. What does God have to be called God? Eternal life. This is what you inherited. You are an inheritor of eternal life that makes you complete in Christ Jesus, makes you needless. You are an inheritor of eternal life. This is who you are through Christ Jesus our Lord. See this one. See this one. Describing how one ought to relate with his wife. first Peter 3 and verse 7 likewise ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge knowledge, knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker, weaker of the two doesn't say weak, says weaker weaker, because she's the womb carrier she's the womb carrier and has been hairs together of the grace of eternal life, hairs together you are Inheritor of eternal life. This is how God's word describes you. You are an inheritor of eternal life. Titus 3, Titus 3 and verse 4. But after that, the kindness and love of our God. God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness, which you have done, but according to his mercy, saved us by the washing of your and the Holy Ghost, which he said on us abundantly through Christ Jesus our Lord, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. It won't come to pass. It came to pass. You have inherited eternal life. First John 5 and verse 11. This is record God hath given to us. Eternal life. And this life is in his son Jesus Christ. 1 John, 4 and verse, 1 John 5 and verse 19. It says we are of God. And we know that the whole world dwelleth in darkness. And we know that the son of God is come. And have given us an understanding we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true. Even in his son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. We have inherited eternal life. I tell you that what you need most is not um, some human philosophies or experiences. What you need most is not Some physical human prosperity to show you how God's word works. What you need is to be taught the Bible. When you have been taught the Bible. You will understand how to walk with God. You need to be taught the Bible. You can walk with God being taught. Someone said. I yesterday I saw God. Two days ago I was on Mount Kilimanjaro. I, 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 we, we, we are. You need to be taught the Bible so you can know who God is. Then you understand whom He will always be. Then you will see in Him whom He has made you. Alright, let me try to try to um, tie this and and close. At Ephesians one verse three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. It's a past tense. So we are blessed with some spiritual blessing. It says all. If God says he has blessed you with all, I, I don't know why you wouldn't believe it. the scripture in a, in a dialogue with some people, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. And somebody said, Somebody said, Complete, complete in me. Are you complete? I said, Ah, that's true. I don't even have money to go back home. Ah. I'm not complete. That's true. I brought a rickety jalopy to this place. Ah. That's very true. I'm bothered about paying my children's school fees. He said, they So we are not complete. I said, we have just said rubbish. The complete here is, a, is not about your school fees. Neither is it about the physical incapacitation. says you are complete in him it's different from i am complete because i i have a thousand dollars for lunch you are complete he he wants you to agree because that's just right for a child of god in obedience in his work with god you are complete in him whether you are broke or affluence affluentia whether you have money or not whether you are da- you are complete in him whether you are sick or well you are complete in him afraid scared chief of what tomorrow shall be you are still complete in him don't troubling by circumstances dilapidated broke down all in your mind you are still complete in him Do I need faith to be complete in him? No. For being in the faith, you are complete in him. In that he has given you eternal life, you are still complete in him. This does not relate with physical possessions. The richest man on earth is not a believer for those who think that the whole idea of christ is that it's only in this world we have hope in him i think we are my most miserable of all my most miserable first corinthians 15 and verse 19 15 19 if it's all about the richest person the richest person is not a believer the richest person in nigeria is not a pastor it's not a believer The richest person in Nigeria may not even have clear records with financial propriety. We have a lot of terrible billionaires who have stolen government funds attested confirmed. So this is possibly not talking about money in your pocket. I think it's talking about eternal life within you. By which of course you have power over money. Truth be told. At Ephesians 1. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop there. Because I know you an uncle of God. The first thing you want to do is that. Okay. God's word says blessed. Eh? If God says. Uh, it is done. Why, why am I not seeing it? God said it is I, I'm blessed and yet I'm not seeing it. God, God said I'm blessed and yet I'm cursed. God, God, God said I'm blessed and yet I'm not as rich as my neighbor. God, God said I'm blessed and yet he has refused to answer my prayers. God said why are you, why are you getting yourself confused? Why? Why, why, are you, why are you trying to make Nothingness of the truth of scriptures. Why? Why do you want to make God a liar? Why do you consummately and passionately want to attack the truth to your own destruction, denying the Lord that bought them? Second Peter two to their own destruction. Denying the Lord that bought them to their own destruction. Second Peter two. Why? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Verse four. According, and He defines it here. So uh, let's not pray. Let's not pray. Right, right? God said He has blessed us, but we are not seeing it. What are you saying? You are confusing. You are misunderstanding the word, you are wrongly interpreting the scriptures. When from this verse you rise and say, Brethren, God says we are blessed. All right, all right. If God says we are blessed, let's not bind Satan. Satan, all the blessings God gave us, take it. Ah, What are you saying? You are getting yourself out of the point. You are the point. Okay, brethren, okay, in Jesus' name, Father. As a man of God over the house, as a prophet over the house, like you delivered Israel by the hand of of um, of, uh, of, of 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 the Egyptian Abraham. Oh, sorry, I God made a mistake. I should delivered Israel by the hand of Moses, and then from Moses to Samuel. Oh, I God made another mistake. I should delivered Israel by uh, whatever Whosoever. I would deliver. No, you are, you are, you are a woman. you are a washout blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly that spiritual realm heavenly cause it heavenly it is not earthly it is heavenly so we possibly should not be looking out for your most flashy or fanciful vehicle, or automobile. We should not be looking out for your best shoes or best bath. Heavenly, It's a spiritual dimension. It's a spiritual sphere. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In, it's all about in Christ. It's, it's in Christ. What I have for being in Christ. It's in Christ. It's, it's a positional vital Walkable truth in Christ. Does he stop there? He defines what he's saying. I think you are too quick trying to pick verses to use for your confessions or your prayers or to task God on and make God do what He has never wanted to do before. He defines it. How does he define it? According. According. You should know some little English, yeah. Check according when you when you through with church. Check according, according, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated to the praise of his glory in whom we are in, having made known. You know, it's, it's a progress. It describes the gift of eternal life. It describes. Deliverance from the power of darkness and translation into the kingdom is there. Oh. Being blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ is the same as salvation. Being saved. Being saved is not a basic faculty. Being saved is the only faculty. Being saved is not the lowest wrong. Being saved is the only wrong of the ladder. Let's not describe salvation as a first step. Being saved is the only step. Being saved is the only step. step. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 13 but we are bound to give thanks all the way to God for you blended and beloved of the Lord because God had from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and believe of the truth whereunto he called you by our gospel through the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ therefore brethren stand fast and holy traditions which ye have been taught whether by word or by epistle now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and had given us everlasting encouragement, a consolation, and good hope through grace. It won't come. It came. So when I talk about the past tense of God's word, when I talk about reading with the mind of tenses, I'm not just talking about talking of do, did, came. I'm talking about a platform where you are seeing the Bible is received of an accomplishment Spiritual endowment. Says now I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, the word of grace which is able to build you up and to give an inheritance. The word of grace gives an inheritance. He said. I sent the Gentiles to open their eyes to turn them from darkness to light that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance. Acts 26 from verse 18. Thank you, Jesus. Stand to your feet. Bless his name. Glory! Thank you, Lord. Give him glory. Honor the Lord. Magnify him. Glorify him. Hallelujah, Lord, you are worthy. Let's not like you. You are great Jehovah. You are the almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.